Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Pop Culture University podcast, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. What life lessons can we extract from these celebrities' lives who are on blast for us to watch, laugh at, pick at, and just learn from? I am your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. Take a seat wherever you would like. We're so happy to have you. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I stand you. I'm obsessed. Happy hump day, everyone. In 12 hours from now, I will be on a beach in Tampa living my life, starting my spring break vacation. And while I am very excited to go to the beach, I'm also a little nervous. Growing up, going to the beach was never really one of my favorite places to go. It always gave me a little bit of anxiety whenever my family or friends wanted to go because I was a fat kid growing up and I dealt with a lot of body issues and I still do. So even though fitness is my whole thing now and like, not to be annoying, but I like objectively look good. Like I know I'm not that anymore. Going to the beach still gives me that tingling of anxiety. But the friend I'm going to see, Adam the Flop, who's also an influencer, uh, he's kind of like in the same boat as I am. So we're both going to like support each other and try to like take cute photos and just have fun and have a great weekend. But just to let you know, if going to the beach isn't your favorite thing or you're experiencing that beach anxiety over spring break, I am too. You're not alone. (laughs) I feel like everyone's like, the beach is my favorite place. It's where I wish I could be. But if you're a part of the large group of people who avoid the beach, I'm definitely there too. But I think we'll have a good time. We're definitely going to hit up the clubs, uh, go out a lot. I've never really been a big drinker, but lately I've really liked drinking. So that could get me in trouble this weekend. Uh, tequila is my go-to. Jose Cuervo, I guess 818. I do drink sometimes. Um, tequila is my favorite. What's your guys' favorite? Let me know. But if you say vodka, just block yourself from this podcast because that is the objectively wrong answer. Speaking of 818, let's get into the topics for the day. So of course, we're going to do a Kim... Uh, Kanye and Pete update so much is going on with Kim and her family so much is going on with Kanye you know bringing trying to bring Kim to court again over something new calling out a million other people on his Instagram every time before I check uh, before I start recording this podcast I always check his Instagram just one last time you know see if he starts something up so I'm up to date and then we're going to kind of talk about Pete which I don't know if you guys saw but Pete announced that he branded Kim Kardashian's name with an iron prod on his body and has tattoos for her so we're gonna get into into how he branded himself and what the tattoos say and other shit about his life he has a lot going on and then we're gonna talk about updates for the kardashians hulu show what we know about it what will the plot of the new season be because the trailer just dropped who will not be on it if caitlin or rob or scott will be on it and then lastly we're gonna talk about women who have come forward this week saying that they deeply regret their plastic surgeries and i'm talking about like a-list women like Nicki minaj and bella hadid and both of those stories are actually really really sad uh, but i think really powerful and really good to know so i'm excited to share them and i'm excited to get into this podcast but before we start if you can just rate it five star on spotify if you're already here you may as well do so apple Podcasts, five star there leave a review and then if you could screenshot this and post it on your Instagram story and tag me, that would help me so much. We don't have a big company pushing this podcast, but that can help it organically grow, um, help it get pushed by the algorithms more. Everyone who did it last time, thank you so much. It made my heart so warm. 
everyone who did it, I responded to them and we got to chat in our DMs and just talk about what's going on. So if you post it on your Instagram story and tag me, I will definitely respond at Petty Pop Culture. And yeah, let's get into this week's topics. Welcome to Pop Culture University. Take your seats. I'm in love with an emo girl. I fell in love with an emo girl. All I want is an emo girl. Chapter 327,000 in the Kim Pete Kanye saga continues. Where did we leave off last time? Oh, yes. The World War III atomic bomb text fight between Pete and Kanye, where Pete said, I'm in bed with your wife, fucking your bitch. And Kanye was like, well, I'm at Sunday service. You need Jesus. Come meet me here. Trying to be all holy, saying he is the good guy and that Kim and Pete are harassing him, antagonizing him. And trying to spread the word of God to everyone. Plus saying that he needs fair half custody because Kim keeps gatekeeping North from Sunday service. And that is turning her into a lesbian emo girl. He didn't use those words, but that's basically what he meant. And that's where it left off. And then it picked up right after that, of course. And he was really taking this custody thing very seriously. That is what he has been attacking ever since last time. And it started with this Instagram post where he put a picture of Northwest backpack. And on her backpack, there were three pins. One pin of Kim, one pin of Kanye, and an alien in the middle. Apparently, Kanye thought that that alien pin was demonic. Even though Kanye, 10 years ago, was singing a song with Katy Perry called E.T., where he was talking about having alien sex and probing her. Anyway, he put in the caption... This was on my daughter's backpack when I was allowed to see her last week. This is why I go so hard for my family. I am wired to protect my family at all costs as the priest of my home. Don't worry, Northy. God is still alive. I think Kanye thinks he's like the unofficial official pope of North America. Oh my God, North America. Because he is like upset with where his kids are going, I guess, in their spirituality. And he's blaming it on the fact that he isn't there enough because he put allowed in parentheses, kind of hinting at the fact that Kim won't let him see his kids when he wants to. And he's only saw her like last week just to drop her off at school, just like really shortly. So I think he was trying to get sympathy. Oh my God, he only gets to drop the kids off at school like once a week. And he said the whole thing about not being allowed in Chicago's birthday party and Kim not sending kids on the plane from LA to Florida for Sunday service. But Kim responded to that Instagram post with the pins and she was fucking done. She wants to be excluded from this narrative that she did, unfortunately, ask to be a part of since 2013. And she responded with, please stop with this narrative. You were just here this morning picking up the kids for school. And Kanye said he was only there last week. Gaslighter alarm. Go off. We woo, we woo, we woo, we woo, we woo. Gaslighter alarm. Kanye West was trying to gaslight all of America into thinking that he was only allowed to see his kids once last week and Kim was not having it. But in Kanye West's mind, he wasn't exposed. That just made him play the victim even more. It did take him a minute to respond. He was probably taken aback that first he was probably so enthused that Kim responded to him. And then secondly, he was like, oh my God, like she's calling me out of my shit. I don't know what to say at this point. So it took him a minute to respond. But then he put a screenshot of the post with the pin. And in the caption of the screenshot of the old post, he said, this is the post I was bashed for. Tell me how 
to be the best dad when the mom is trying to shit on you after not letting you see your kids. And I love how no celebrity friends will speak up on my behalf. Y'all are just watching. Okay, cool. You see that he provided no evidence on how Kim was just trying to shit on him. Kim was just telling the truth and therefore he couldn't back himself up. And then he tries to put the attention on his other celebrity friends, changing the subject, calling other people out because he knows he's wrong. Typical gaslighting behavior, red flag, major red flag. I mean, Kanye West is such a red flag though. Like he may as well be like North Korea or China or the Soviet Union or something. But apparently her response pissed him off so much that like Regina in Mean Girls, he was screaming, screeching through his teeth, ran through his house, probably cut up all the pictures of him and her, went to a book, but instead of the burn book, went to the phone book and called a lawyer. He literally called a lawyer to rush their custody agreement because technically their divorce is not pushed through yet. So their custody agreement is not in place. And... During their whole like year and a half almost divorce from this point, they've kind of just been going with the flow because they're both the f- most famous people in the world. They travel a lot. So it's like whoever can have the kids can just have the kids. It's not like they're a normal suburban family who, you know, they stay with me this weekend. They stay with you this time. It's not like that with them. So they were just kind of going with the flow at first. But now Kanye wants a written down in contractual custody agreement. So guess what? He's gotten an amazing divorce proceedings lawyer, Samantha Spector, who is going to make their custody agreement her number one priority so they can rush it and they are going to court again unless they can work something out between themselves but i i I just don't see that happening i i don't see them just like hanging out and like working something out themselves so what's going to happen is the lawyer is going to first try to establish something more formal between kim and kanye uh but if that doesn't happen they'll go to court and ask a judge to impose ground rules for custody and visitation i think this has kanye all excited he thinks he's gonna go to court get half custody and save his kids with god and save him from demonic skeet and being in love with an emo girl and he'll be the messiah that leads them to salvation but i don't know if kanye wants this smoke first of all does Kanye even want like a formal split custody agreement? Because if he gets them 50% of the time, that means he's going to have to be with the kids 50% of the time, which I don't think Kanye truly wants. I just think he likes getting under Kim's skin. I think this whole custody, I want custody thing is to get under Kim's skin. And once he actually has half custody, he's going to have to take these kids to Wyoming whenever he goes to all these different countries that he goes to for Yeezy, for all these different places he goes to for Donda, on dates with all of his hoes, with all of his hookups, with all of his Kim Kardashian's lookalikes like he's gonna have to drag the kids to all of these places so is that first of all is that even what he wants second of all i don't know i think he forgot who he's dealing with kim kardashian is almost a lawyer like kim kardashian could potentially get more than half custody if they go to court over this and with all of these like um instagram posts that he's doing all these harassing claims like be, like beheading pete in the music video like the court could potentially give pete less than 50% custody or an unbalance of custody and that would really set Kanye off so I think this might actually be like a really bad move for Kanye going to court and I think he's only doing it to either see Kim again get Kim's attention or to get under Kim's skin or her skim you could say but I don't know I feel like if someone is frequently outside of LA a lot it's gonna be hard to formalize the custody arrangement when schedules keep changing and people aren't always there around the kids all the time so we don't know when they're going to court, but it's going to be very soon. Um, more news with Kanye. Of course, he has beef with a lot of people. Number one, I feel like he has a big beef with North right now. But honestly, that's what he gets for calling her North. Like, she's fucked up her life from that. If she is just an emo lesbian, like, that's great. Like, you don't, like, 
it could have been so much worse with naming your kid North. By the way, being a lesbian is not bad at all. I was just saying, like, she's emo. She's drawing these demonic photos. I think she's fine. Go beef with Skeet. And he's calling out a lot of other people on his Instagram this week as well. He's calling out entertainment, news, um, media sources. He's calling out Us Weekly, OK Magazine, Charlemagne the God, Perez Hilton. Just a few hours ago, he called out... Uh, Dave Cyrus, uh, he's a stand-up comedian, but he was making jokes about them. Basically, all these people were saying things about Kanye. And then I, I feel like one that just sums it up is when he called out OK Magazine for taking Kim Kardashian's side. So they wrote an article about their whole divorce taking Kim's side, as everyone is doing. And Kanye posted it and said, what do you mean wild claims? My kids are not allowed to go to Sunday service yesterday. And there's multiple times where the schedules were changed last minute, which alienated me as a parent which is illegal. Thank God my family has been broken. My name has been dragged and dropped. The boyfriend trying to play with me since SNL skits. I was called a stalker by random ass beans. There's multiple attempts to gaslight me. Skeet called this legally single person my wife. I am not ramped up. I'm successfully avoiding doing anything that would give them a reason to put a restraining order on me. Oh, so he's clearly trying to push the line as much as he can with what he can do with Pete. To not get a restraining order. Okay. I'm glad. See, I don't think Kanye is a full narcissist. He, he seems to be at least a little self-aware of what he can and can't do. Anyway, he continued. She thinks it's funny to try to drive me over the edge, but I didn't let them. Oh, my God. Who, who, uh, driving someone over the fucking edge. Kanye, you knew if you could, you would push Pete Davidson over that motherfucking edge. You would throw him off of the edge. Anyway, he continued. You can't judge my state of well-being based on the amount of times I leave an Instagram post up or me using my platform to ensure that I stay consistent in my children's lives. A lot of baby mamas play this across the world, but nobody finna play with me or my children. I know that Kim and Skeet are pawns in a bigger game. Lord forgive them. I made those videos because she ignored my text about bringing the children to church and then had her boyfriend text me and brag about being with her with my wife in bed that he could help me. I hate that he sounds like a little logical in those and I hate when narcissists like make a few good points and you're like, ew, like I'm not even going to start to believe it. I'm not going to let them gaslight me because Kanye West is the number one gaslighter for sure. So don't even fall for that. But yeah, he's calling out everyone. I still want his attention. I'm going to make a mean TikTok about him and tag North and Kim. I should make a claymation beheading Kanye of Pete beheading Kanye and then North dancing on his head. I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> That's insane. I definitely don't want that smoke. Um, but yeah, he called out no other celebrities for defending him. And yeah, no duck, Kanye. No other celebrities defended OJ either. So no one's going to defend you. Um, let's move on to Pete. Well, transitioning from Kanye to Pete, Pete actually, uh, Kanye actually posted about Pete today. And it was a headline from an article that said, Pete Davidson enrages audience with jokes about having sex with a baby. Okay. So, I mean, sounds like a Pete Davidson joke, to be honest. And then Kanye said, yeah, another reason why Skeet got to stay away from my children. Oh, and nobody notes that he ain't show up to SNL because he's been like absent from the last few episodes because Mr. I can help you with meds had a mental breakdown after we ran him off the internet. Skeet, you not built for this. I'm already blacked the Super Bowl out on you. Apologize to your family for being in your family. Oh, he said, apologize to your family for being in your family. That's so rude. <laughs> but he, I mean, he didn't black him out from the Super Bowl like he thinks he did. Pete Davidson still had a Super Bowl commercial. And the real reason Pete has been missing SNL is because of all the work he's been doing, which we'll talk about in a minute. 
He continued and said um, he posted another photo of Kanye with a screenshot of someone's comment. And that comment said the way Skeet used Kim's marital status to address Kanye was a sneak diss towards her and she didn't even catch it. Kanye said in the caption, I'm really convinced that Skeet will get my kids' moms hooked on drugs. He's in rehab every two months. I mean, that's not true at all. I don't recall the last time Pete was in rehab, but I, I that's not true at all. I think Kanye may have had a more recent stay in a hospitalized state than Pete did. But anyway, Kanye posted one last photo of Pete with the photo of him like cutting flowers off of his head in the Easy Music video with the caption, y'all ready for Coachella, which Kanye is headlining. Um, even though Billie Eilish did not apologize, Kanye is still going to headline it. And oh my God, that is going to be fucking insane. He's literally going to like murder a Pete Davidson, like look alike or blow up doll on the stage or God knows what. Uh, if you guys can afford to go, I think you should go because I think it'll be a moment and I horrible, but iconic. Kanye's Coachella date is April 17th. Count on the days only a few days after the Kardashians premieres. Oh my God. He's, he, he's going to give them so much promo. At Coachella, he's saying they're doing all this for promo. Bitch, you're giving them all the promo. That's why Kim isn't saying shit. Anyway, maybe they'll keep up before, uh, make up before then, Pete and Kanye, because Pete's offer still stands. He would like to meet at the Beverly Hills Hotel in person, you know, in between dick appointments with Kanye's bitch to talk it out like men and fix their relationship. But anyway, let's move on to what's going on in Pete's life. The most insane, like, if you think Kanye West is fucking insane i think kim just like loves her men with a side of psychosis like fresh out the mental hospital i think she shops for men in the parking lot of the mental hospital because kim went on ellen degeneres today yes ellen is still on and (laughs) she revealed that not only does pete have a tattoo of her like we suspected in the last podcast with the kim on his chest he has three tattoos of her one of them saying, my girl is a lawyer, which is cute, but I mean, she's not a lawyer yet, but I love the manifesting, I guess. But yeah, one of them says Kim is a lawyer and the Kim one on his chest is actually not a tattoo, but a branding, a human branding with an iron prod put to Pete's chest that says Kim. I don't even know what to say about that. That is the next level. Like, of course, Kim can't be like his past bitches who just got tattoos on him. She has to be like next level beyond like just be over the top like the Kardashian brand. So I guess you can say Pete is now literally on brand because, um, yeah, he got like a surgical branding done at over 2000 degrees Fahrenheit. And now he has Kim on his right pack forever. He can never remove it. Even if he tried, he'd literally have to remove that skin. You know, he's getting tattoos removed. He'd literally have to just take off that skin. Maybe this is like a manipulation thing, like a tactic for Kim to like stay with him. Oh my God, but you're branded on me. Like you can't leave me. Like, I don't know if that's what Pete does with everyone. Like he latches onto people because he's like emotional or something. But either way, I feel like this is a red flag. Very interesting. I guess you could say Kim has a tight grip on him. If you know what I'm saying. I think Kim just makes her men go crazy. And imagine how much... I'm surprised Kanye hasn't responded to this yet because it's been on since this morning, but he hasn't. But Kanye's going to brand Pete with a flamethrower the next time he sees him. He's going to turn the heat up even more. I guess we can confirm it's not PR, though. Or else that'd be the craziest PR scheme of all time. Pete must be getting like a million billion dollar sign out or like a stock and or share of skims to get branded Kim on him. But you know, if I was with Kim Kardashian, I'd probably do the same thing. I'd get her branded right on my face. And don't pretend like you wouldn't. 
other things going on with Pete's life, why he's been missing SNL, because he is literally going to space. It's confirmed 100% happening, and it's so soon. March 23rd. That's in like seven days. Pete Davidson is going with Jeff Bezos on the 60-foot-tall New Shepard rocket with Blue Origin. Do you guys think that rocket is bigger or Pete Davidson's rocket is taller? I'm kidding. But yeah, he's going to be a passenger on there with five other people. He's actually not paying. The other five people are, though. I guess Pete is paying in clout because he has enough these days, which is even a better form of currency. They're launching at 830 in the morning, but they have to spend a few days training before just to get used to it because they are going to be in like zero gravity for a bit. The flight is only 11 minutes. And basically what happens is it's just going to get like from the launch pad. It's going to shoot up into space really, 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 really fucking fast. And then it's going to get to the point in the sky where it's going to like past the atmosphere and they're going to be in like the earliest entry of like the blackness of space so they're not going to be like that high up into space but they're going to be like in space technically and then they're going to come right back down after but the thrill of it is going to be like just going to space being able to see the world from like above the atmosphere all that stuff um and then they're just going to come back down and they want to make this like a popular pop culture thing like be able to do this for uh like like tourism in space like they want to make tourism of space possible through this and pete is one of like the first people that's going to do it other thing going on with pete is he has been on snl because he's been working on a horror movie i don't know if you guys saw my instagram story but there was a photo of him on the set covered in blood i mean like carry level like drenched in blood dripping whole his whole white shirt was bloody but it was in between takes so he was like smoking a cigarette of course and uh the movie is called the home and it's made by the people who make the purge and it's about a man named max who pete plays who works at a retirement home and discovers that the residents and caregivers are hiding secrets as max explores the building to try to learn more the outlet continues that he starts to find ties to his past very interesting so i guess pete is gonna murder some old folk in this one um i'm very very excited for it it's just being filmed now so it probably won't come out till like the end of the year or something but a lot to look forward to and going to space that's fucking crazy connie's gonna tamper with that rocket it's gonna explode on site like like the space shuttle challenger he doesn't care if jeff bezos is a couch is a casualty he'll take over amazon so what can we learn from this i think the lesson is still the same as pete's life is going up connie's going down and what is the difference between husband material and not and why kim is with pete not kanye Pete is focusing on himself, getting his work done, not even bothering to have an Instagram anymore and standing up for her in the most polite but strong, stable ways, whereas Kanye is just throwing a fit every single week, taking her to court, being obsessive, being antagonistic, being toxic, and being just overall insane. So I think that is the lesson here. Someone else to take you home. I could be a better boyfriend than him I could do the shit that he never did Upon high, I won't quit I'm gonna steal you from him I could be such a gentleman Plus, you know my clothes would fit I could be a better boyfriend than him I could do the shit that he never did Before we continue with the show, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures themselves to fit into other people's expectations of them and to change themselves. And the more freeing solution is to find things that just work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique and what works for someone else may not work for you. 
That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goal at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight Loss makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finish the program and more than 60% of the users that engage with the program keep the weight off for more than a year, which is crazy. That's amazing. So start to build better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash Believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Is your skin cracked and dry from the winter like mine is? I'm definitely not satisfied with how my skin is looking right now. And heading into the spring break, I need to look better real quick so we can quench our thirsty skin and leave it looking satin smooth with Whey Melrose Place Body Cream. It's fast absorbing to nourish your skin when you need it the most. It's hydration that lasts and prevents dryness with high quality nourishing ingredients like squalene, coconut oil, and kapasu butter. Or you can turn your shower into an escape with a gentle skin softening Way Melrose Body Cleanser. It balances your skin without stripping it or leaving it with unwanted residue. It gently cleanses and nourishes at the same time with a luxurious lather. It's skin softening oils and a hydrating blend, high quality nourishing ingredients like jojoba seed oil and rosehip oil. Experience the new Way Melrose Body Cream and Body Cleanser, your body, your way. Go to theway.com, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, and use the code BELIEVE to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire purchase at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code BELIEVE. Bust it like the blicky. If I fuck around and leave the tape, I win the Emmy. Pop it like a willy, hop on top and I go silly. Pretty tight and sticky, fuck on once he won't forgive me. Wait, wait, bust it like the blicky. America's royal family will be back in less than a month. The countdown can officially begin to the Kardashians show. It is coming out in one month, and um, the trailer just dropped, and we learned a lot about the show from the trailer and the Variety article and other news outlets telling us everything we need to know in anticipation. So before we get into the trailer and the plot, I want to talk about what we know about the show and just how it works and just the fundamentals of all of that. So let's talk about the payout, because that was like a really big thing in the Variety article. It was literally, the, the article was titled, Money Always Matters. Which is, the, which is the Kardashians' bottom line. They want the fucking money. And good for them, because that's what we all want. Um, so what we learned is that they are all getting paid equal amount this time on Keeping Up With The Kardashians. They were not paid the same. There was, like, big pay disparities between everyone, basically. And I knew that Kim got the most, always. But as she deserved, for sure. She was definitely on the show way more than, like, Kendall and Kylie. And all that. So Kim got the most. But in this one, they're all being paid as equals, Chloe said. And they're all being paid at least eight figures each. So that means 10 million to 99 million each. And then nine figures as a family. So basically, it could be up to 999 million. Which, to be honest, is what they deserve. The Kardashians have built the biggest entertainment empire in the whole world. And I know Hulu will profit off of whatever they pay them. But the Kardashians need a thick cut of the profit, too. They were apparently given a lot of options of who they could do their new show with after their contract with E expired and Hulu just coughed up the most money, but I think it was a big risk, but a big, it's going to be a big reward for Hulu because look at everything that's going on. Hulu is probably so fucking happy every time they see a new headline. No, um, oh, also we know they've, so 
they've been filming since before SNL, which was in like October or something. So they've actually filmed two seasons. Shocking, right? Yeah, they filmed 40 episodes, two seasons. I think they're still filming now. So, you know, it's already more than just a one season show. And it's going to be like the premium version of Keeping Up With The Kardashians, they said. Bigger budget, fancier filming, and a documentary style. We know all the Kardashian sisters are on it, but what about the other members of the Kardashian family? Well, we learned that Rob Kardashian was offered a role in the Hulu show, but unfortunately turned it down for privacy of him and his daughter. Um, We know Scott will be on the show. Scott is coming. You know, Scott, I think people are just funny. Well, I don't think Scott's presence is needed in like any situation. I think they just like having him around, to be honest. And Caitlyn Jenner will not be on the show. Caitlyn said that she learned she wouldn't be on the show from the news because <laughs> they didn't even ask her. And she said, well, filming Keeping Up was one of the best parts of her life. She's not bitter that she's not on the show. She's really happy that it's continuing for them and will, of course, be watching. Um, so, yeah. Some of the big plot points that are going to go on this season with each of the family members. Um, I thought the trailer was so good. It was so juicy. At one point, Chloe and Chris said, never go against the family at the end. And I was like, ooh, like, I wonder who they're yelling at. Because when you're so powerful like them, like, they could make a show out of fucking anything. There was one point where Kim was on the phone and she was like, we have the power, the money, and the resources to tear them the fuck to the ground or something. And I was like, damn, who the fuck is she talking about? Like, is she talking about Kanye? They could film any day of their lives and it would be interesting. Um, but the plots we know that are happening is we know we're seeing or her do the whole SNL thing. We know we're going to see Pete. We know we're going to, well, we're not going to see him, but she's going to talk about him. Um, it was confirmed he didn't film with them. And we're going to talk about uh hear about how they met and who hit up who first and how it all started and got going and then more details about them kanye will be on the show and we're going to see a lot of kanye drama there was a clip of kim saying kanye told her her career was over which you know sounds like something that he would say so we're going to see the kanye drama and he's on the show too we're going to see tristan drama and the whole scandal with his new baby mama that he got pregnant we're going to see kylie's pregnancy journey and her postpartum depression that she said she was going through. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, she actually just came forward the other day, but she talked about on the show as well. She said, I just want to say my postpartum has not been easy. This experience for me personally has been a little harder than with my daughter. It's not easy mentally, physically, or spiritually. I don't just want to get back to life without saying that because I think we can look on the internet and, you know, for other moms going through it right now, it might look a lot easier for other people and like put pressure on us, but it hasn't been easy on me either. It's been hard, and I just wanted to say that. Um, another thing with Kylie, there was no sign of Travis or talking about Astroworld, which I thought was a big miss. I think that's something that's super important, and the fans don't like when the Kardashians don't mention or even bring up. There's uh, big, tragic, like scandalous moments in this case that they were a part of, so I think that's going to look bad on Kylie. Maybe they'll have a little moment in it, but they didn't want to make it a part of the trailer, but for right now, we're not going to see that. And then lastly, Courtney and Travis want a kid, which is crazy. I always knew that Courtney, I, I would always say, like, I think Courtney's going to be the next one to have a kid in this past year. So maybe I was right. Maybe she's pregnant and we'll see it on the show. Khloe Kardashian is also back on the dating scene with none other than Trey Songs. I know th- this might be a little bit of a surprise. Like, why is she going back to uh, rappers? You know, the Kardashians don't have a good history with rappers, but her and Trey were seen hanging out the other night by multiple people um there's no like photos of them but there's just like big rumors that they're hanging out people saw them hanging out and they actually have a history together 
They used to have like a whole big fling going on in 2016. He went to her 32nd birthday party and they were like making out and they hung out for a few weeks. So they were definitely like a fling. Maybe that it just like didn't progress much past that. It ended amicably, obviously, because then he was on uh, cocktails with Chloe. So I think they were just always friends and then suddenly turned into maybe more than that. But yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm happy she's moving on from Tristan, but I guess she's moving on with Trey Songs. Unfortunately, Trey Songs does have a history with cheating, though. Trey Songs used to date uh, Lori Harvey, Steve Harvey's daughter. And unfortunately, he actually um, cheated on <laughs> Steve Harvey's daughter. So I hope Chloe is aware of that. And I really hope Chloe finds someone who that deserves her. Not that she deserves, that deserves her because Chloe deserves the world after everything she's been through. So I'm glad she's giving it a try with Trey Songs, like at least having fun. But we'll see how it progresses. Yeah, and Kendall was in the ad, like, blowing up at some 818 tequila meeting. She, like, slammed her hands on the table and ran out the door. And she was like, I can't do this anymore. She probably found out that, like, the people who she was stealing from, like, were suing her. And she was like, why can't I just appropriate cultures and steal from them? And, like, with peace. Yeah, so who knows what else we'll get from Kendall this season. Probably not much. She'll probably just be making out with Devin Booker in her car, parked in a handicapped spot or something. Regrets about plastic surgery are real. And these two famous women came forward this week about how much they really regret it. So first of all, Nicki Minaj was in an interview with Joe Budden. And she told a really sad story about the beginning of her career, but I think was really important to share. She said when she first came into the rap game, she didn't feel good enough as a woman in rap because she was naturally born with a smaller butt. She said, this is what you're supposed to look like in the rap culture. And I just don't look like that. Now, you may be thinking, well, obviously, Nicki Minaj got her butt done. Like, we all knew the, like knew that, but maybe you didn't know that she was open about it. She's been, like, slyly open about her butt being done in a few of her songs. Um, In her song only, she says, don't worry about my body fake. Wor- worry about y'all uh, straight. Or something like that. And then in Say So with Doja Cat, she says, um, shot, uh, word to my ass shots. I'm so cheeky. Got a charm upon my ass like young Kiki. And then at the end, she says, that real ass won't keep your man home. Now you're looking silly. That's worth the silicone. So she's kind of like been open about her butt being fake. But um, but she really talked about her kind of traumatizing experience that she regrets about getting ass shots in the first place. And she, first of all, she wanted them in the first place because when she started working with Lil Wayne and, you know, Young Money, he would always have girls in the studio with him who would like hang out and listen to his music and be his creative uh, inspirations, shall you say, to write his explicit rap lines which is fine she said every day there was a new big booty and wayne would even make jokes about her smaller butt to her and she would have to laugh it off but on the inside she didn't think it was funny and she didn't she wasn't laughing she was growing a complex that no anaconda would want none if she didn't have buns hon she said that person in the room with them isn't finding it funny to a young girl when it comes from lil wayne it matters and eventually those insecurities became so much that she risked her own health by getting ass shots before they were super popular or like uh, regulated or certified or anything. 
from an uncertified man in Atlanta. You know, it wasn't acceptable to have um, surgery at all or anything, even though, and at that time, I had never had surgery. I had ass shots, which till this day, I realize even what I did and even with me not consulting with anyone to do something like that, how insane that was. Like, it's not that you go to a doctor or a professional person. No, it's some random person. Yeah, shorty in the Bronx. Comes in. I was, I was in Atlanta Queens. at the time. I was in Atlanta at the time. She said it's not like you get them from some doctor or a certified person. And she said it was so dangerous and would never do that nowadays. And she said she wished she appreciated her smaller butt more. And uh, puts a bit of the blame on herself for perpetuating that body image as the queen of rap. You know, because she has an influence on a lot of these girls these days who now obviously get BBLs and ass shots from certified people. But uh, BBLs are still very dangerous. And BBLs are actually considered the most dangerous procedure. So your real butt may not keep your man home. But is it worth the silicone? I'm glad that she came forward and said that um, she regrets kind of like how she did it and the impact that it has. Secondly, Bella Hadid was on the cover of Vogue this month and revealed that she had a nose job at the extremely young age of 14 and uh, said that 11 years later, at the age of 25, she regrets it. Bella Hadid is like supermodel of the world with her sister Gigi Hadid. They um, were kind of reality stars with their mom on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She said, I wish I'd kept the nose of my ancestors. I think I would have grown into it. She got it so young because she was so eager to look better at a younger age because she was always told growing up that, quote, I was the ugly sister. I was the brunette. I wasn't as cool as Gigi. I wasn't as outgoing. That's really what people said about me. And unfortunately, when you get told so many, so when you get told things so many times, you do just believe it. She's developed major, major body and eating issues, only eating a few raspberries and celery sticks for lunch at one point, And then so much so that she got plastic surgery. She said, I always ask myself, how did a girl with incredible insecurities, anxiety, depression, body image issues, eating issues, who hates to be touched and who has intense social anxiety, what was I doing getting into this business? Uh, another thing she said that I thought was interesting, that she feels like she wanted to like get a nose job and like look better and be prettier and skinnier to like please people because her immediate trauma response is to please people. And... um I just thought that was like very interesting because like getting to the root of why she would do something like that. I think that's a really deep and intricate take that she probably had to do a lot of reflecting to find out. And I think we've all probably been there, like people saying insecurities about or pointing out our insecurities, saying things about them. I don't know if your family was like as harsh on her as hers was because like now her mom is trending because um, people are saying like Yolanda Hadid is like infamously known for holding her daughters to really strict um unrealistic body expectations and would like make them not eat and you know why would she even let her 14 year old girl get a nose job at that age so i'm really happy bella came forward and talked about this when you're younger especially if you're in a family who you, you know you're around your family like a lot when you're younger they're the closest people to you so if they're gonna say things like that to you it's gonna get to you and it's gonna make you want to have maybe you know procedures or change yourself to please them at a really young age and i can definitely relate to that um being compared to like members in the family them saying comments to me them making it known that i was like the less desirable one the uglier one um yeah just the all around just less desirable one for sure so that definitely had an effect on like my body image issues and i've like when bella said 
uh, like list of like mental health problems she has now. I'm like, I was, I'm in the same exact boat. And like, luckily I was able to leave like that specific like trauma behind with like my family and stuff, but it definitely like has lasting effects on my self image for sure. With like, she said, incredible insecurities, body image issues, eating issues, intense social anxiety. I relate to Bella a lot on that, but I can't believe her family was so intense that her mother like literally let that get down to her at the age of 14. And I'm sure we, I'm sure like a lot of us can relate to that. Um, even with like kids at school or just like other people in your life saying things about yourself. And I think if you want to get a procedure like that done, it is completely okay. But you have to remember like who you're doing it for. And I definitely don't think you should do it that young at all for sure. Like imagine your 14 year old sub making a decision for you. That'd be horrible. So I think you should definitely wait, definitely see if you like really want it to grow and mature. You know, your prefrontal corp- uh, cortex has developed at like 25. Like that's what I tell myself. So plastic surgery is amazing. We support it. No shame there. But remember who you're doing it for. And I think that's what we can learn. Well, thank you for joining us at Pop Culture University today. I'm not going to review because this podcast is going way over time, but I had such a great time hanging out with you. And oh my God, I have a Spirit Airlines flight in 12 hours. I'm so scared. I think Pete Davidson has a better chance to survive his rocket to space than me on this Spirit Airlines flight. Um, But yeah, have a great rest of your week i'm not uh, i don't think i'll be able to post on friday unfortunately but i will be posting on monday and i'm going to be a guest on a podcast on friday so that'll be like the same thing like you can still hang out with me there i will post about that on my instagram story and again if you can just post this on your instagram story help push it forward if you had a good time tag me i will definitely respond let me know your thoughts about the podcast as well at petty pop culture you can also rate this on spotify five star apple podcast five star and yeah have the best rest of your week and i cannot wait to see you guys again on Monday. Bye. Class dismissed. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.